You're with Julian on the Brown Notes and Alex Navalny versus Julian Assange, the West's hypocrisy on dealing with political dissidents. Uh, Navalny was a Russian opposition leader, lawyer, anti-corruption activist and political prisoner, uh, long persecuted by uh, Putin's regime and his biggest crime against them was to reveal corrupt practices, particularly involving the money man, the oligarchs, and the connections with corrupt practices in government. Persecuted to his death, uh, recently died a few days ago uh, with allegations that Putin had him murdered, which has resulted in a wave of global condemnation and new sanctions against Russia, apparently the only country that actually has sanctions against them for this kind of behaviour. Now, I don't, I don't know that the death of Navalny is of as much importance as the imprisonment of Navalny. Um, it's very important to notice with all the examples that I'm going to give that the threat of the good example is paramount to the treatment of political dissidents against very powerful nations, which is they treat you so badly that it deters others from following in your footsteps. And quite clearly, Navalny was treated appallingly, imprisoned, and then moved to uh, a particularly bad prison um, as far out in the middle of nowhere as possible. I would say his treatment is probably more important than his death, which may end up being due to the fact that he'd spent so much time in horrific conditions in prison that he did, in fact, die. Or it was... Uh, I, don't, I don't know that um, just before an election in Russia that... Putin would gain a great deal out of uh, killing Navalny or instructing him to be killed when he was so removed from the political discourse by virtue of his isolation. It you know, gave a massive boost to critics of Russia that he died. But the West crying about this whilst Julian Assange rots in jail. Now, there's an awful lot of similarities between what Assange and Navalny did, which was to highlight enormous malfeasance corruption in assange's case the founder of wikileaks in 20 uh, 2006 released the famous uh, murder video in the uh, footage of an airstrike in baghdad where um and u.s military logs from afghan and iraq wars uh, showing um, murders taking place extrajudicial killings um and uh, with the help of chelsea manning and he has been persecuted ever since. If you remember the early years of Julian Assange's uh, treatment by Western governments, they claimed that it was nothing to do with him being a journalist It was to do, and revealing wrongdoing. It was to do with the fact that he was being charged with rape of two women because he had, um, he had had sex with them without a condom when he said that he was wearing a condom. Have you noticed how little traction that gets in recent years? That was given often as the only reason he was being persecuted. So they said, no, we're not trying to hound a political dissident here. And it's worth pointing out that virtually none of the people in this list have ever committed a crime. Nothing that Julian Assange has printed has ever been proven to have been false. Yet he spent a few years on the run and then uh, holed up under in the Peruvian embassy for years in one room in London and now is in a prison which has serious murderers and uh, terrorists in. He's never been convicted of a crime or of saying anything untrue. 
but we persecute this man and they hope to his death and his health is failing badly enough that he hasn't been able to meet court even 14 years after the release of those videos he is still being sought by the american government for extradition and it doesn't matter whether it's a obama government that promises to be more lenient on whistleblowers and then does the exact opposite and this whole thread's about whistleblowers as both assange and navalny re revealed the corruption in high places against people you're not allowed to he he has always stood for something and navalny stood for something these are the threat that other people will follow in their footsteps in reality the impact of those videos on the uh, behavior in iraq of um, american soldiers may not have impacted as much as other people deciding that they want to come forward uh, because who knows what they would have shown even chelsea manning the person that gave the videos and other encrypted information from the military the one time that someone has committed a crime a de facto crime which was um 750,000 classified documents she spent seven years in uh, solitary confinement often naked uh, due to her suicide risk which i'm sure they would have loved to have seen transpire and eventually got uh, a sentence commuted uh, commuted by obama funnily enough and released but seven years in jail for that um we also have the internet's own boy a terrific documentary on aaron schwartz the one of the founders of reddit uh, back in January 2011, Schwartz was arrested by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, on breaking and, re and entering charges after connecting to a computer at MIT network in an unmarked and unlocked closet and it, setting it to download academic journal articles systematically using a guest server account. Federal prosecutor, even though he, he wasn't um, asked, even though he did this for free and was trying to make academic journals free. To the public uh, they prosecuted him on two counts of wire fraud and 11 violations of computer fraud carrying a cumulative sentence of 35 years in prison he refused to take a plea deal uh, which would have given him six months and uh, killed himself two days later uh, watch the documentary on aaron schwartz the internet's own boy you'll be so impressed by who he is as a human being and his honor uh, and his integrity and we've got edward snowden the post julian assange poster boy for revealing uh, enormous corruption snowden was hired by an nsa contractor booze alan hamilton after previously working for dell and the cia uh, he got disillusioned with the programs which he was involved and tried to raise ethical concerns through internal channels but was ignored on May 20, 2013, Snowden flew to Hong Kong uh, after taking leave from his NSA job and revealed hundreds of thousands of classified NSA documents to journalists Greenwald, Laura Poitras and Barton Gelman. Uh, on June 21, 2013, the US Department of Justice unsealed charges against Snowden of two counts of violating the Espionage Act and he remains i believe in hiding in moscow um nearly 10 years later and australia does not have a good track record here either uh in the australian um east timor spying scandal witness k 
revealed enormous um, witness K, a former ASIS intelligence officer who led a bugging operation against the East Timor government where the John Howard government bugged the East Timor government, the country that we had pro and been shouting to the world that we were freedom fighters for against the Indonesian government in order to steal their oil, which we did and have never really made amends for. By dealing with the um, Indonesian government directly, who we accused of you know, basically committing genocide in East Timor, we were bugging their government to get favourable deals. Um, Witness K, a former ASIS intelligence officer who led the bugging operation, Noted in 2012, the Australian government had accessed top-secret high-level discussions in the capital Dili and exploited this during treaty negotiations. The treaty was superseded by the signing of the Treaty on Maritime Arrangements, uh, which restricted further claims by East Timor until 2057, which would have affected our claims that we made with the Indonesian government. What would be the most valuable thing for Australia to learn is what our bottom line is, what we're prepared to settle for. There's another thing that gives you an advantage, you know, where, what the instructions the Prime Minister has given to the lead negotiator. And finally, if you're able to eavesdrop, you'll know about divisions within the East Timor delegations. So you might be able to lean on one way or another in the course of negotiations. Uh, the Prime Minister of East Timor found out uh, that this had all been going on. Uh, back in 2004 and we have tried to prosecute Witness K ever since and I believe that started to fall apart but an inquiry promised by the incoming Labour government of Anthony Albanese has shelved the inquest into what happened with Witness K in August 2021 amid heavy criticism over the secrecy shrouding the cases of Witness K <coughs> Labour promised to hold an inquiry uh, they haven't done and they've sh quietly shelved this incident where we actually bugged a apparently friendly neighbour in order to hold on to their oil. And we have punished Witness K ever since. None of these people have really committed crime. Some of them have released uh, classified documents. But really, it's been the other people who have committed crimes that have gotten away scot-free in every single case. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> if there's a, a, a commonality in all of these cases I've just mentioned, it's not just that the people doing it haven't really committed any crimes uh, other than releasing classified documents, it's that the people in those classified documents proven to have committed crimes have never been prosecuted. And we come to one of the most pertinent examples. When we talk about uh, political dissidents like Navalny, so far in the war in Gaza, in a very short period of time, since October 7, uh, Israel has killed 88 journalists in the Gaza Strip. Now, this is an astonishing number for an enormous war, let alone a war that has lasted a few months. And many of these cases have been targeted attacks. Deliberately targeting journalists is something, for some reason, even above targeting uh, innocent civilians. And there's a reason, a very strong reason to do that, which is the Israel lobby's uh, pathological intent to maintain control of the media image of what's going on. And journalists on the ground photographing babies with their limbs blown off doesn't help. 
So they have been ritualistically going after journalists inside the Gaza Strip, having killed 88 of them, some of which have been killed in homes that were the single home targeted in airstrikes. And the Western world does nothing. So I'm sorry, but the Western world bleating about Navalny and offering, um, where are the, where are the um, sanctions against Israel for killing 88 journalists? trying to reveal the truth for the benefit of the world. I'm sorry, but the bleating about the treatment of uh, Navalny by Putin, whilst we have our own absolutely incredibly poor track record of treating political dissidents or journalists trying to reveal the truth about very powerful people, is hypocrisy gone insane.